0: hi everyone it's hannah and holly and we're just here to say that um if you are enjoying the show and you want to show us some support we ha- now have a patreon um, which will be linked in the description so head on over there we've got very exciting things coming uh, including celebrity corner Yay. and bad book club so Woo. if that's something you'd like to hear more about go check it out and check thank you out. for your enduring support we love you
1: enjoy the podcast
0: hello hello
1: welcome back to culture hang where we talk about culture and we hang and the culture is pop culture
0: not high culture (laughs) no who
1: wants that Uh, i'm hannah i'm holly that's everything you need to know about us um and we hope you're having a lovely day yeah uh, and you're just having fun relaxing and listening to us talk mm-hmm. absolute rubbish yeah so i for, hope that's fun
0: for a long time yeah we appreciate the length of time you put into us
1: they might not listen to the whole thing that's true so but you should <laughs> um but yeah um just so you know we have all the social media that you can go follow should be linked below this podcast mm-hmm. And you can follow us and talk to us and we will probably reply. We will. Um and you can you can go follow our TikTok and leave us comments there. Which is nice. Um <laughs> so Holly, Hello. Our culture this week. How's it how's it been? How's it been for you?
0: I have no happy ones. I, I just have I
1: don't think I do actually.
0: So I ha- only learned about this one last night. Um, oh. It's the rumour that Olivia Munn might be pregnant. And we're yeah. assuming it's John Mulaney's. And this might have been the reason for the divorce. All that's happened very quickly. But chances are.
1: So I have seen this rumoured too.
0: Yeah, it's a rumour. Um, this is all alleged.
1: <laughs> it, I think it came from... Or the one I saw was like these girls on TikToks, which I'm very sorry I can't link them. Because um, I can't remember their name. Who said that they... <laughs> were kind of on the comedy scene in new york and they knew other people on the comedy scene in new york and they knew about this Mm -hmm. so that that's the evidence yeah um but where there's smoke there's a fire could be true there's also i think some small rumor that the olivia that harry styles is with who i'm blanking on her second name which is probably very sexist um (laughs) might also be pregnant that i doubt that but that's all It's rumored. just
0: the season of Olivia's, Olivia's being pregnant. If your name's yeah. Olivia, baby check, you know.
1: Yeah. I don't know any Olivia's, so
0: No, me neither. No, we're to be safe. Fair. Olivia um, Rodrigo. but She's a child. She's a
1: baby. Yeah. She, I mean if if she is pregnant, we'll help you out, but <laughs> we don't advise it. Enjoy your success. She's still on the high school musical T V show. I think it would be a bit of a, a bit of a shock if she came back for the next season she's like Pregos, Prego. but jamie Lynn spears did it and ruined zoe 101 i can't really say that a child's like well maybe.
0: <laughs> for another day another podcast for another day
1: she was 16 which when oh. i was a child seemed so old and i was like yep 16 yeah. year olds get pregnant and now looking back i'm like that was a baby
0: like beyond baby i think 19 yeah. year olds are babies
1: exactly okay um, well
0: next <laughs> next on the list um this i think i probably saw it circulating on tiktok the same time as you yeah at the beginning of the week uh ellie camber of yeah. the off and it's topical is again every time we bring up a topic that seems like it falls out of nowhere yeah. comes back around so ellie camber is also kimmy schmidt
1: yeah and i think the reason that we kind of have to bring this up because we have in two episodes, I think, kind of talked about Ellie Kemper and praised her to some mm. extent. And so it seems strange if we would we did not bring up this thing. Exactly,
0: she was crowned. Yeah, the queen of the veiled prophet. I think yeah, was I the think name.
1: It the the event or the cult? It's not cult, but it's yeah, <laughs> the veiled prophet she was a like the queen tree. of love and beauty or
0: something like that yeah so like yeah. the highest uh, beauty standard yeah. and uh in saint louis which is where she's from yeah it? um it's run by the kkk so she's yeah. a kkk queen yeah. um and it's on a wikipedia and don't know why i have never heard of this before i don't think it to
1: be fair i don't think it was on her wikipedia oh, i think okay. someone had seen it and edited the wikipedia okay and then maybe it's been removed now i don't know probably but, um yeah i mean i've seen a lot of varying different views on it and a lot of people being like but ellie Kemper's not the main problem and blah 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 but i mean she was 19 when this happened. Yeah. And she was at, like, st- I think she was at Stanford University. So, bright girl, you know?
0: <laughs> bright yeah. enough
1: to think. Because this, this, um, I know, it's not a cult, whatever you would call it, organization. Um, <laughs> was set up by, like, Confederates, I believe. Um, oh, and the
0: KKK?
1: Yeah, essentially. Yeah. But, like, it's being used to, um, like was set up with the intention of making rich people richer, as far yeah. as I understand. Which is what Ellie Kemper's family are—they're very rich, influential people yeah. in that area, maybe wider. And, and there's a very cool article about these two women, I think in the '70s, who went and like unveiled the prophet. Ooh. They like one of them, one of them distracts everyone. The other one <laughs> zip lines down. I kid you not, zip lines down to where the veiled prophet is, and. Unveils him and it like turned out he's yeah very cool people and they had some thoughts about Ellie Kemper and whether she should speak out and I definitely think she should at least address it because yeah if she doesn't address it like how do we know that she like I don't know I don't know how to feel about it and I I'm not saying that I I'm the one who should be forgiving her in any way but at least if we knew that she said yeah it was a big Mm -hmm. mistake and I no longer like that was how I grew up I was kind of indoctrinated into this sort of stuff yeah it's different but if she doesn't say anything I guess we never know if she's okay with that organisation continuing
0: yeah with like the silence of it yeah becomes complicity so and i don't want mm. like
1: a pr style like i'm no. sorry i was a teenager i don't want that but it needs to be addressed yeah it's very she's very severe
0: it's it circulated a lot by now maybe she's gonna hope it blows over but i don't think, I it, don't think will. it will
1: like i feel like any role that she takes from now on everyone's gonna go oh yeah remember that time that yeah <laughs> she was the queen and of the kkk even literally. though she wasn't but like yeah, affiliated she's sens- yeah she was affiliated which
0: is weird. <laughs> and then my final one is um something i saw on tiktok yesterday uh that has been widely mocked so i don't know why my tiktok alg- i mean it, i think it knows but it always shows me videos that people get really pissed off to so they yeah. stitch a lot so it always shows me like the duets for that so i never actually get the original video that pisses people off um grime's has a tiktok account which we have spoken yeah. about before with the alien back tattoo stuff yeah. and has done this viral thing to piss people off where she's like the thing about communism as um ai could actually be really helpful and she's got this like weird speech pattern that sounds a bit like yeah. ben Peary joe rogany i felt like it felt like that kind of like <laughs>
1: It's Elon's influence.
0: Yeah, that's what it felt like. And then at the end she says, um, because collective farming is not a vibe. Influence um, farming is
1: really not a vibe.
0: <laughs> not a vibe. The
1: first thing I saw about this, it was like I, like earlier in the week, um I had seen an article saying Grimes admits she does not understand communism or something like that. That was the first thing I saw. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. and then I read it and I, mm-hmm. I hadn't seen the TikTok until Holly sent it to me. But I was aware that it was going around it. And I was like, I don't want to see it. Yeah, Because, uh, and also I will try and link this TikTok below. I saw a TikTok earlier today um, by someone who was saying Grimes did that TikTok went viral, right? A couple of TikToks after, maybe the next one, not sure. Um, Elon is in the background yep. saying something about stocks. Um, Bitcoin. Bitcoin. He's going,
0: Yo, did you see Bitcoin? Yep. Like, but did you buy Bitcoin today? And exactly. then she looks over, Yes, I've seen this. It's an incredible theory.
1: And so the theory is that like he is using her on TikTok to kind of test the waters of whether he should be on TikTok doing kind of what he's doing on Twitter, which. Is not what I think. Playing any of us the stock would want. market. I mean, yeah, <laughs> what he's doing is just like wrong in so many ways. Yeah. Um, but oh, I don't know. I also the Grimes thing just purely reminded me of a, a, ages ago when we'd done TikToks of the week, and Holly mm-hmm. had one that was like, um, "Grimes is Mary Antoinette." Yeah, this had pure Mary Antoinette vibes. It's like we're the wealthiest people in the world, (laughs) and I'm looking at all you talking about communism. Here is my solution, and just fully not (laughs) understanding it at all. Yeah, Um, literally, she only wants. Like, I think in her head, she was envisioning like everyone would be as wealthy as her and Elon, and Mm -hmm. AI would save everything. Um, but like, no one should have that amount of wealth ever. No. No, no. Oh, I don't know. It just upsets me every time I think about it. And I'm like, ugh, you traitor Grimes.
0: But it is weird that they're trying to infiltrate, like, different spaces. So they were on SNL a couple of weeks ago, which we had very big opinions about. I can't remember which episode it was. But it's just, it's, I don't know why they, I get, I know why they keep doing it. Because people are baffled by them i mean we also talked a lot about celebrity corner um on our patreon yeah. we talked about them and everything we knew about them off the top of our heads so uh if you'd like to hear more about our thoughts oh, on Elon Grimes, that. definitely go listen to that the link will be in the bio yeah
1: so yeah i get the appeal but like i also i don't want it to be a pe- like i find it no. interesting them as a couple like how yeah. that has ever worked but i don't
0: i don't like this
1: no it's just like every every time we talk about them it gets worse (laughs) somehow almost like if they just didn't say anything we'd just forget about them well no we wouldn't but we wouldn't have to talk about them all the time and yeah it's getting tiring
0: isn't it like yeah i want them to i want them to disappear
1: i just want grimes to stop talking about communism and all these things when like she's just being hypocritical and that's yeah. my message to Grimes. Um, and also, if you could leave Elon, that would be fab.
0: She must like the lifestyle, though. It must suit her. She well, must...
1: yeah, I guess she can buy all the swords she wants. and <laughs> but, Like, she just doesn't strike me as someone who, like, would you... Like, you know, I think I've said this before, but, like, you look at the Kardashians, and, like, you can see where their wealth goes. And they yeah. have, like, these massive, like... They have like closets full of designer bags Mm -hmm. and it's absolutely packed full. And the designer bag is like, some of them are like more than you get in like a year of salary, you know? So you can see that. But like Grimes, what she, like when I look at her, I'm like, where is the money going? So it never looks like, like even if you look at her hair, and this is not hate because I I love it, but like (laughs) you look at her hair and it's like, you're not getting this done professionally, surely. So where's the money go? Cosplay. Essentially, yeah. I can only assume, unless she's just really set on giving her child like a great life. But children can have great lives without, yeah, billions. You know.
0: Anyway, <laughs> um, is uh, that yeah. your pop they culture moments? They are my moments? pop culture moments of the week.
1: Um, I only have one more because we kind of covered everything. Um, but okay, so this one i don't know every so often when i'm on twitter there'll be a film that casts like so many celebrities and it's like every day a new celebrity is getting cast in this film. and <laughs> okay. um, so this the most recent one to do this is a new film set to be directed by david o russell and lots of celebrities have signed on this was i was seeing it like so often a new person signing on to this film celebrities such as taylor swift for one and then uh, annie taylor johnson margot robbie john david washington Christian Bale, Zoe Saldana, and Chris Rock—so like a great cast yeah. of people. Definitely gonna roll in the views, and I'm sure it'll be good. David o- David O. Russell is known for like um, *Silver Linings Playbook*, *American Hustle*, uh, stuff like that. So like, okay, big name. You would if you're in that film, you might be thinking, "Oh, we're getting some Oscar buzz already." Absolutely, um, and great, fabulous, love it. Except, um, David O. Russell is just notoriously a, a horrible person and i'm just surprised at some of these people joining the film so if you don't know the worst thing he's probably done he's done a lot of terrible things um is sexually assaulting his transgender niece oh my Um, god which you might be thinking oh hannah speculation though no no he's confirmed it he confirmed oh that that god. happened and justified it to the police by saying his niece was acting provocative towards <gasps> him and he was curious about her breast enhancements
0: oh my god and
1: so that's been admitted and then i don't know if you remember but years back when the sony emails le- leaked um executives like big executives were talking about this in there and they were like oh i don't think we should work with him again because like <laughs> he is terrible you and think? this stuff with his niece you know um, yeah. So there's that. And then there's also the fact that he's just famously abusive on sets. Um, for one, um, during the filming of American Hustle, he was so abusive to Amy Adams that I've seen reports that she just cried every day.
0: Oh, my um, God.
1: And so much so, Christian Bale ended up... It says that he got in his face and told him to stop acting like an asshole. And yet, fully fine to join this Do film, are you, Christian? Yeah. Despite the fact that this man just shouted at your female co-star so much that she was crying every day another person who worked with more time is jennifer lawrence who was quoted in vogue as saying because i'm not so sensitive we can really talk like man to man and then said sometimes he accidentally refers to me as he or him as though this man could only respect a woman or anyone else if they were a man yep um, in
0: his mind. Oh my god! I'm just
1: like I'm so I'm just so surprised that like the people joining, the, especially like, Taylor Swift and like Margot Robbie, who has her own yeah. production company that really values getting in like um, diverse directors and writers to do this sort of thing. And it's like I I don't know. I look at this sort of thing and I'm like, how are we surprised that things like Harvey Weinstein happened when they? Yeah. You know, you're still enabling these people to continue yeah. and have no repercussions because. Uh, he faced no repercussions for sexually assaulting his niece. Oh,
0: my Nothing. God.
1: Because the police didn't have any evidence or something like that. <sighs> Even though he had he said, confessed. Yeah, did that, but she was being provocative.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Um, so disgusting just, human. I'm intrigued to see um if there's any backlash when that starts filming and when it comes out, but oh, I kind of doubt there will be any big backlash
0: to that. Yeah, because I didn't know about that and I watched... Exactly. I think I watched Silver Linings when I was in high school. I never seen American Hustle
1: yeah I didn't know until literally I was on Twitter and people were like saying like oh this sounds great but are you forgetting about this and then I read a really good article which I will link uh below and it brings up at the end like a really good point I thought mainly because I love this person they (laughs) compared kind of the whole situation to Catherine Hardwick directing Twilight and Uh... they were like all the um all the credit was not given to her. It was mm-hmm. given to the creative directors. So, And they saw her as um, difficult to work with because apparently a lot, she would leave the set and go and have a bit of a cry to herself and then go back. So people didn't want to work with her again because she took herself aside, dealt with her emotions and came back. Um, and <laughs> That makes then, sense. Yeah, later on, um, she's been passed over for other films. One of the films she was passed over to direct... The director ended up being David a. Russell, who yeah let's remember shouts at everyone on it, shouts at people on his set to the mm. point that they cry and yeah has sexually assaulted someone, and yet they 're f- fine to work with him and then
0: mm.
1: um, yeah, I don 't know, it just really annoyed me um i 'm going to link that article below it's really good um and I just yeah, I hope that there is some repercussion to that, and maybe the, I, I don 't know they could at least pick a different director. To-
0: <laughs> it's like nothing ever happened with it It's it, it yeah, was so like, performative dude, it was like it? oh we got rid of the big bad man and yeah. everyone else is fine now it's like no this is a whole system this, this is built into the system well, the like, system is complicit
1: so many of them knew about harvey weinstein but like yeah we'll sit there now and be like oh yeah so disgusting but
0: hmm. i reckon
1: a lot of them knew that it was happening and i just yeah i really don't like it and i'm disappointed in the people for signing on and whether they don't yeah. know about it but like people like Christian Bale definitely knows at least about how abusive he is on yeah. set
0: so, he's had to tell him to stop being abusive to someone before and he's like yeah but it's fine we're gonna do it again
1: yeah not a fan of that anyway not a vibe um, so today's topic
0: yes. we are talking about Paris Hilton <laughs> sure. wow
1: that's gonna be fun <laughs>
0: that's probably things that you're all thinking <laughs> and this is mainly i watched all hour and 40 minutes 45 minutes of this freaking documentary yeah. when it first came out um but then i didn't rewatch it but i did go through it to make sure yeah. that i like remembered the bits from the stills uh-huh. on you know you can like scroll on the youtube yeah. bar so if i'm getting something wrong don't come for me i wasn't i, I thought it was an hour it's not an hour it's now an hour and 45 so i was like i'm not doing yeah. this um, sorry, Paris. But I think we should. If there's any more celebrity documentaries you want yeah. us to do, because we enjoyed doing the Demi Lovato one a lot. Yeah, we can. We break did the Britney down. Spears one.
1: Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah, like, some was... interesting ones we could look at. And like alternatively as well, if there's some that you think like did kind of a bad job and didn't portray things that well, we would happily yeah. look at them and kind of look at a different Absolutely. point of view. I kind of feel that with the framing Britney Spears one um mm. in retrospect well, that out. did a lot of stuff wrong um mm-hmm. so in, and i know that there's some more britney spears documentaries coming out and she is not very happy about it so yeah. i thought that could be interesting to look at anyway but today is about paris
0: today's um all about yeah. paris so the paris hilton documentary is called uh the real story of paris hilton this is paris nice. classic title uh, it is she did the influence thing where you release it on YouTube, which again Demi Vartu also did and uh, Framing Britney Spears was also on YouTube originally before they sold it off yeah,
1: I kind of respect when it's on YouTube because I'm sure they're not doing it for this reason, but it is good that then everyone can see it unlike when something is released solely on Netflix or Sky or uh, amazon Like Prime. give it AdSense, yeah. you'll
0: make loads of money off it anyway. Like you don't exactly. let the people. See so I am it. <laughs> happy that they,
1: yeah, I am happy. I know that's not their intention to make sure. Well, it is that everyone can watch it, but not for the reasons that you know yeah. we think. Yeah. Anyway,
0: so it came out last September. Um, it's a lot of filler, but it's her story, and this is how she wants to yeah. do it. Um. And her honest reactions to what she's been subjected to in her life in a way that she didn't really get the opportunity to do at the time yeah. because even though the internet was around and, like, her and Lindsay Lohan's texts got leaked at one point and they're very, very funny to read. <laughs> like, if you want a bit of a... And they're just bitchy to each It's very... It, they feel like they're 12 years old. Oh but as we all were when yeah. we first... And it's all, like, the text message speak and stuff. So a lot of her private life was, well... I feel like she has she has like she talks about how the Paris Hilton was a persona yeah. of the baby voice and the look and the dumb blonde yeah. like ditzy doesn't know anything. This the simple life yeah, exactly. side of Paris was a persona, um, which can't be a
1: surprise. Surely, no. like it's like any big um, reality TV star, they're kind of yeah. playing like even if you look at someone like Gemma Collins you can't really think she's going around like in her day-to-day life being like, but I'm the GC, because it's partially a persona, <laughs> which even she's admitted. So you can't be surprised Every, by Paris yeah. saying, yeah, I'm not really that ridiculous.
0: <laughs> but the interesting thing, I think, about this is how she says the persona was in reaction to what happened to her in the reformatory school that okay. she was sent to. Um, so she... The her parents thought she was a troubled teen, and kept sending it to all these different reformity schools until they finally sent her to Provo Canyon in Utah. It, sorry, um,
1: um, what sort of way do you think they meant troubled teen? Like, do you think she was just going out and partying a lot, or because in a way aren't all teens kind of troubled? Troubled, you know.
0: Yeah, but this is... And I read a really good article where they talk about the whole industry that's grown up. Like, the documentary is good because it shows that she fights the school. Yeah. She, like She um testifies against them and the abuse. Mm-hmm. It, because it sounds like systematic abuse yeah. and torture, essentially. The tactics they use on these children. But it's like a sense that your teenager needs to be controlled or reformed in some way yeah. because they're not good. Like, they, they have seems, these inherent yeah, issues. I
1: mean, I think if you really believe that your child is troubled and you have the amount of money that the Hiltons have, therapy is surely mm-hmm. the best option, you know? You would like, think. Like, there's lots of therapists yeah. you could get. You could have her in therapy every day of the week. But to <laughs> yeah. send her to reformatory schools, I mean, darn.
0: She... I think she was partying a lot. I think that was a, a very young. Um, because they were in New York yeah. and Nikki her sister is older yeah. than her, so I think they were going out a lot and then the attention started to be put on to Paris when she was very yeah. young in nightclubs. Um, even before the whole like paparazzi really like latched, latched onto up, yeah. her. Um so that's why so they kept sending her to these reformatory schools she was running away from them. Which is a sign so that then it's they just find not working. <laughs> it's you not working like, for her. You yeah. Can't be that she's
1: like desperate to get out and then is just going to go back to being troubled yeah. or just partying because you and these, like, it's like we have kind of yeah. talked about this before when you take like when you restrict people so much they're so eager mm-hmm. to just go back to normal rather than if you get yeah. like help them and see why they're doing what they're doing to adjust yeah Yeah. i know i'm not a parent so i can't judge i'm sure they were in a difficult situation but it seems a bit
0: this is how she arrives at the school they kidnap her essentially in the middle of the night from her bed so it's these men just come into her room and are like grabbing her and carrying her out the house which is trauma and that's how they took her to the school it's just People have literal like nightmares about that. Like that is trauma yeah, so, to begin. With.
1: I, I was surprised that this is a thing that happens in like yeah. In some I think it happens at these in camps life. in America. Um, because I started yeah. seeing TikToks about them around summer, and I was surprised like people would make a TikTok about that time I was kidnapped in the middle of the night <laughs> and then dropped in a forest or something like that. Um, yeah, and then people in the comments would be like, "That sounds traumatic and wrong and every bit of terrible," <laughs> and the people would be like, "No, yeah. I felt like it really helped me," and it's like,
0: mm. "Really? <laughs> you, you've got Stockholm yeah, syndrome, it's, it's mate." That's <laughs> a like that, and
1: I'm sure it, maybe it did help some people, but I don't think it would help most people because it sounds no. traumatizing.
0: So, like going into the school, this is what they were doing to her, and it's like, well. Maybe these aren't the best people. No. These people have so, read like yeah. a
1: child psychology book at all. You know,
0: <laughs> doesn't seem like it. No. It seems like they've got it from like a Navy SEAL oh, yeah. training definitely, or like a torture camp. Definitely the mindset
1: of like the sort of people that are just like, oh, they just need to grow up, they need to have it beaten out of yeah. them instead of like they need some tender love and care, you know. <laughs>
0: Maybe we don't yeah. abuse this person, um, and invite them in. Say yeah. hello. You can trust me. Get them some so there was, there was a lot of like they used to um punish them by making them sit in solitary confinement oh, naked my. a lot Na- of the time. Oh, so
1: just oh yeah, so just for like full hours. Torture techniques.
0: Yeah, this is what they did in fucking Guantanamo yeah. Bay. That's the handbook they were looking at. Really? They were looking at the <laughs> the government I document. Ever do um, that. That's. It's yeah. Perfect. And they would be verbally abused all the time. Um so yeah, I think they would I've written down ten hour stretches of solitary confinement for hiding the prescription drugs that they were forced to take. Um which sounds like what well, I can't remember which drug it is, but it, it makes you really like sedate. Yeah. I think you take it if you've got ADHD yeah, um, like is it adderall yeah, no
1: it, okay well it's not adderall one of
0: those yeah. something that makes you like but she said it used to make them all really comatose so she hid them and then they put her in solitary confinement for 10 hours um which is not gonna help and anyone it's...
1: that's not no. that doesn't teach people they're wrong it's just making no. them like traumatized you could just yeah. have a ch- well you shouldn't be drugging children for no reason anyway <laughs>
0: one for one one. (laughs) but if
1: you're gonna do it maybe have a chat about why they don't want to take the drugs before throwing them in solitary confinement for 10 hours i mean these are things that we call unethical when they happen in prison so to happen to children it's like human rights violations
0: like genuine wars have been pulled in for longer than that so in the documentary she's like revealing this about halfway through and she says her she's never talked to her parents about this, which is kind of understandable. Um, which is yeah. understandable because they sent her there; they paid for you it to have happen a level to her. Of
1: but Absolutely, also not kind of want to bring it up because I feel like if you did, you'd just feel like they'd get defensive. Mm. Yeah.
0: Because they're like, well, you know, it really it's your it's them, your so, trouble. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I don't know what my relationship would be like. if My parents sent me away to be tortured for many uh, months of my life
1: it would <laughs> probably
0: yeah <laughs> and like the fact they were paying the school to do this to you yeah and then that's essentially given you like your lifelong trauma that she's still very well it was she was very open about the suffering of it and like i do think there's an element of performatism in these things because like you know the camera's yeah. on you so you're gonna if you're gonna cry on camera you'd like you know yeah. that the camera's gonna be there to capture yeah. that but it's really hard and she felt like this was the time to do that for her so I think it was a very like different sobering image of Paris so this takes us now to the persona that she creates Uh um, which is the Paris Hilton we know uh, from the iconic looks and fights and um, it was like every part of her was just documented through the paparazzi like interactions and if you ever want to just Lose your mind, like, and don't want to think about the current situation. When I mean, Mira Tequila does really good deep yeah. dives into past, like, two thousands uh, fights between people, they're very, very detailed and just really good yeah. to watch. So I would definitely recommend them. She's done one about Paris Hilton and Lindsay Lohan, how they fell out. So Love probably it. will link that below. Yeah. Um. So yes, yeah, so she creates it she's it's supposed to be she's rich and spoiled and ignorant yeah. um and the simple life with nicole richie is supposed to be them being like what's walmart
1: yeah but like as well like i kind of understand it because no matter what they do probably everyone's gonna think that about them anyway
0: because yeah. you
1: would I mean, yeah she's the heiress to hotels you know you're not gonna think like yeah. that she's gonna be down to earth so, I don't know, I kind of understand it, that you would just go, yeah, I'll lean
0: into it. Um, because I'm gonna talk about the sex tapes. Talk about the sex tapes. Okay, yeah. so the sex tape was 2003, 2004, yeah. um, and then this really, like, cements her, I don't want to say in the public eye, or, like, it gave the paparazzi almost, like, legitimacy to for them to have yeah. followed her around for so long, because suddenly there's a sex tape it's revenge porn what it is and it's now criminalised because it's awful and violating and I think the part I I mean the whole thing it's a human being talking about what they've been through from the perspective that we didn't get, which was her at the yeah. time. They were just like looking at her, like wanting her to react to stuff. Um, they're horrible questions. Uh so we are gonna get onto some of the horrible jokes that were made about her at the time and said to her face on television from some of our least favourite people Ooh. around at the moment. So strap yeah. in. So yeah, so the impact of the sex tape. Um it leaked after The Simple Life had gained some attention from an ex-boyfriend. Yep. He called it One Night in Paris, number one, and dedicated it to the memory of the victims of 9-11, which everyone's forgotten about. I mean... Dedicated it to the... Me- i oh, it's so bizarre about I mean, this sex tape as well. I,
1: I think because I've kind of grown up that when I became aware of, like, porn, it was on the internet, so sex tapes were kind yeah. of a thing of the past. Um, mm-hmm. But I, there's a woman on YouTube called I think Shannon Rose, who um, used to act in porn, a porn actress, whatever you would call an actress in porn. Okay, porn star. A porn star, yeah. Um, so she did that, and one of the things <laughs> like that she, yeah, one the, <laughs> could could not think of that word. One of the things that she's <laughs> known for, unless I'm remembering this wrong, is she's in like one of the videos that like is the precursor to. Paris's video. So when you bought this DVD, you didn't just get oh. Paris's like sex tape, you got like some like starter stuff. You start on like watching, so like there was so like that's her claim to fame that she was on the One Night in Paris DVD. Um,
0: which is I hope she made some money. Oh, yeah, yeah like, she's definitely I can't doing remember. Well, I think I can't remember what the guy's name is that did it because he was a cockroach that so i don't want to give him more airtime <laughs> to but they reported that i think he made like millions off this it's either four Paris or ten really, i can't she remember really
1: young in the sex tape as well like she was she was, she was, she of was age, like 19 but, yeah. which is yeah, obviously was, as we stated very again young,
0: was, as i keep saying a, a baby yeah. in my eyes yeah i mean it's and wrong that, at whatever like,
1: age if something gets leaked like that but yeah at the same time
0: it's like the ultimate demeaning thing and i still and i think especially in the age of camera phones and camera phones getting so much better and we just take photos of everything and i think you know there is a good way to take news to be safe and you know if you want to do it that's absolutely fine but i think the it's like the ultimate demeaning thing for a woman that you get to see her naked like in intimate moments Whenever she's yeah. up too high, yeah. whenever she's like, even in no matter what capacity, like they did it to Tonya Harding, mm. they did it to Vanessa Williams when she, she had to resign from um, yeah. the Miss America Beauty pageant because there were nude photos that she did when she was again 19 and they released what, them what? and then she had to resign because it was disgraceful, apparently.
1: So, like, in any like sexual setting, I think you know how people talk about Catholic guilt, and so if you do anything yes. like sexual, you afterwards you're like, oh i've done something inherently wrong and i'm gonna <laughs> yeah. feel guilty about it for a long time and yeah. somehow everyone knows that i've done it and they're judging mm-hmm. me and i do feel like i'm not saying i feel like even though it's called catholic guilt unless you are the most like sexually liberated person ever and like congrats to you well yeah. done you do feel like i think most people mm. are occasionally yeah. are like Ah, what I did was not right. So then, if you take that and you pair that with what you've done getting leaked, and then yeah. you're surely that feeling just sort of grows inside you until like you, yeah. you're not going to have a normal relationship with sex ever again.
0: No, it legitimizes it, and you would think I, I don't trust anybody. Yeah. Now. Like I didn't trust anyone anyway, so I created a public face that I could control, uh-huh. and that's what she talks about. That it's like she could control the public persona of her when she couldn't control the situation she was put yeah. in in the um, school that she was in. But it's you would feel betrayed by every single person, and she does talk about like the relationships that she she's got a relationship with this guy because um it, we'll get onto this, but she's a DJ now. Well, um she's still doing that. yeah this is this is what she this is what she does now but she's with this guy and they um he starts a fight with her before she's about to go on to play like freaking ibeathforth like it's a massive crowd yeah. waiting for her to play a dj set he starts a fight with her and she has to kick him out of the um festival because why
1: is it i'm like i feel like that's very similar <laughs> to the demi lovato documentary as well yes! where their uh, fiance um it's just kind of revealed in the documentary that their fiance was just a dick. Um yeah, why is that just a common person. thing? <laughs> I don't Maybe know. We I think need it's just documentaries like... to reveal to us if you're in a good relationship <laughs> or not.
0: Absolutely. If you're in doubt, like, yeah. document everything
1: and then you'll know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then you'll see you'll have a violation of privacy, but you'll know the truth. <laughs> It'll be on your terms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, so she he profited off entirely. Yeah. She says she never made any money from it. there's speculation about yeah. that because I think they did have like a settlement um or he had to pay her like something yeah. in court. But she says every, all the money she got from that she donated to a charity, which she okay. might have done. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, why would you want money from that? Uh everyone's favorite pervert Piers Morgan asked Paris Hilton are you good in bed for GQ in 2006 before adding I guess it's a rhetorical question because I watched the video this morning for research purposes and the answer is clearly affirmative and apparently her response is as he writes this is a written interview for, that he got paid to do that she blushes Gasper looks delighted I hate this man I'm
1: keeping that silence in um, <laughs> because I, <laughs> I hate the what oh I hate this But man. also, it's just like it it screams as well, men writing women, because there's no way anyone would have that reaction ever, other than in a
0: Looks character delighted a female
1: character written by a man.
0: Her breastily exactly. boobies. Exactly. I'm surprised sp- he didn't put
1: that in there. Peeved. She gasps and her breast rose with her breath. I'm surprised he didn't write that. He was a second away from putting in something about her body. I'm surprised you didn't Are go in your... depth to write about what she looked like in the sex tape.
0: Can you imagine? That's like verbal sexual harassment. I would say I'd say that's a sexually harassing What's question. wrong that is what it is. It.
1: It's just whatever you call it, it's wrong. It's just plain on. <laughs> it's just like content warning. <laughs> he is Morgan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He's a trigger in himself. He- I feel like he's becoming a trigger I just for like me because
1: to like talk about him because I know that. You know, if he this ever heard nice. those talk about him, he'd be like, he'd just retaliate. In. I mean, it would be fun because it would be embarrassing for him. But just any credit to Piers Morgan, any attention to him, I'm just like, oh, stop it.
0: Another cockroach. Yeah. Die. Ew. Get in the bin. Yes. Disappear, please. Uh, Yeah, I hate him so much. Um, Next person who also had a fairly inappropriate thing to uh, say about this. uh, Tina Fey. Oh yeah, they, I feel like Tina um, Fey
1: and that like it, c- comedians, especially female comedians, at this time, I do think had taken the route of sex work is wrong and porn is yeah. wrong and women who do that are betraying feminism. And I really don't like that <laughs> level of comedy. No,
0: no, no. it's like se- it's like um, I think they're, I think they call them swerves, do sex they? work exclusionary radical yeah. feminist yeah. so this is not a space for swerves no. this is not a space for turfs no, you're either of them bye Go, bye-bye. bye 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 um so i read this really good vox article that i will uh link yeah. written by constance grady uh so tina faye says she's unbelievably dumb and so proud of how dumb she is she looks like a uh this is a slur this is me quoting okay. it tranny up close oh my god uh, she says this to Howard Stern about Hilton in 2006 a year after Hilton guest hosted Saturday Night Live which Faye was the head writer at so the time so a and a
1: turf at the same time swirth
0: and a turf um great behaviour from here um Faye's beef with Hilton at the time was that Hilton had refused to perform a sketch that would have gently poked fun at her sex tape. This refusal in Faye's joking riff became linked to the idea that Hilton's alleged stupidity, only someone unbelievably dumb, would let a sex tape get out and then refuse to make fun of it. She was awful, Faye said. People never come in and say, I'm not doing that.
1: Well, maybe they should be able to do that.
0: Maybe they should be able to. Maybe they don't want their trauma and their violation made into a fucking skit.
1: I am back then it, it, again. I had not heard that before.
0: Um, no, me neither. Can you
1: believe it? it kind you? of reminds me, like, <laughs> it, brief side note, but there is there's an episode of 30 Rock where they get another female writer in because despite the fact that it has the, there is a female head writer, <laughs> there is only men in the writing team. Mm. So they get another white female writer in who is kind of like, goes around, dresses very hotly and is, in Tina's, uh, Tina's character's opinion, dumb. Um, and is dumbing mm. herself down to for the attention of men, dressing for men um, and then when she eventually um, finds a clip of this woman's older work where she's dressed normally and just doing normal comedy, she exposes this to everyone else and the woman is like I was hiding my identity to get away from my abusive ex-husband. You've oh. now ruined that. So I don't know if she's aware that she's terrible when she... Mm. Um, I mean, you really don't have to have that be your excuse to dress any way you want. Is that you're trying to get away from an abusive ex-husband. You can dress the way you want mm-hmm. if you want to dress that way. But I don't know yeah. if she has since become aware that her thoughts on how women dress and act are terrible. Or... Mm. I doubt that, though.
0: 'Cause this was two thousand and six. When was thirty rock? It would have been later 30? than that,
1: especially this episode. Yeah. So maybe she has become aware of it and how, like, she can be terrible too, but <laughs> I doubt uh. that she fully has um she fully feels bad for that statement. Yeah,
0: I don't think. And I'm I think especially obviously these quotes are taking out context, so she could have been saying it in a jokey tone, it's been written down, but still, this is vitriolic. Yeah. This is like really nasty clearly she was offended that she didn't want to do her little skit about that was like demeaning to her about an awful time in her life where she was like violated by the guy and the public
1: i'm blanking on who in particular it was but i know and i know it wasn't when tina was writing but there was someone famously who went on snl and was like shouted like a man went on snl the celebrity and shouted mm-hmm. at some of the writers because he thought the things okay. they'd written were so bad. So she's definitely not the first person to have said, "No, I don't want to do that skit." Um, and yeah. she actually had a good reason for it. And mm. Tina should be flexible enough, or should have in that job, to if someone told her, "I don't want to do that," she should have changed it because that's her job. Yeah,
0: to be funny without being mean exactly. and being like, and it's like, oh, she only probably only wanted it on so she could make fun of the sex tape so put, to her face they could
1: have put in like a sex tape style skit but instead of mocking paris they could have mocked everyone mocked else the yeah, guy mocked the, guy, yeah. mocked the world the and how they it. but no yeah. that would never cross her mind no, sorry i didn't mean to turn this into justina fey like hate time but
0: we had yeah. to we had <laughs> to like that two ugly people having ugly opinions and it doesn't even matter if you like paris Hilton or not it doesn't matter if you think no no she's vapid yeah. and hoarding her wealth which i think she, she does but yeah. like also she didn't deserve that no. she didn't deserve the public hate for something that she did not choose people thought that she orchestrated this to get attention nobody would do this nobody would do this but, but even if she had, this now like, brings us to 2006 even if she had, which is no one like
1: yeah. like yeah So what people don't make have fun sex. of it like,
0: yeah. <laughs> surprise but, <laughs> affairs, had sex. how did you Otherwise, get here our children have <laughs>
1: appeared out of nowhere you know
0: so, immaculate conception yeah. yeah anyway we now move on to 2006 mm-hmm. and the biggest influencer of our time she learned from Best. the blueprint
1: so i'm gonna talk a bit about now i'm gonna do a deep dive into paris and kim's friendship um this i believe i don't know how much this is touched on in the documentary so
0: not kim k is like um interviewed but it's very short yeah,
1: well yeah I- it, it's a roller coaster, let me tell you. So, um, <laughs> strap in. The friendship obviously is iconic, and it just, for me, paints such a perfect picture of what pop culture was like at that time. It's mm. so—I mean—from Paris Hilton's whole existence, for one, to like Kim having a job as a wardrobe organizer, is <laughs> so perfect to me. So, this is the timeline: two thousand three to six seven when it was released. Paris is obviously in the reality TV show um, The Simple Life with Nicole Richie, mm-hmm. which obviously on its own is iconic, and we can't really get into that today, but obviously iconic. Kim makes several appearances on the show. Um, oh, I didn't
0: know she's that. on
1: the show, not like very small appearances, like she'll be in at okay. the beginning before Paris has like, gone to do whatever she's doing okay. on the show. And you see her organising Paris's closet on the show, and I know like most people are probably thinking, what a stupid job. And yeah, I agree, but if you have seen Paris's closet, apparently she mm-hmm. had several, and the one that it shows on the show is already big enough itself that it would need an organiser, so the job does actually make a bit more sense to me now. And a lot of people... Yeah,
0: and just thinking when they got, she got robbed by the bling ring, yeah. that's why she didn't notice stuff was going exactly. missing because she had so much stuff. So maybe,
1: when did that happen? What year did that happen?
0: That was... Maybe like 2006. So maybe. Some yeah. people
1: blame Kim for doing kind of a bad job of organising the closet. She didn't she hide didn't valuables. She didn't notice anything <laughs> gone. Anyway, I do think yeah. that I should mention this because a lot of people get this wrong. Kim was not Paris' assistant. A lot of people claim oh. that she, Yeah, everyone's like, oh, she was Paris' assistant. She was not.
0: She was she, just a wardrobe organiser.
1: Yes, she had her own, and this is me quoting her eBay closet organising company. i don't know why ebay but yeah and she she didn't just organize paris's um closet she did it for a lot of celebrities so she yeah but
0: but what does this mean
1: i don't know i don't know i don't know what ebay is it just the stuff they
0: the stuff they buy from ebay she put but why would they be buying clothes on ebay i think
1: think, um, from what i this is how i've understood it and there's no reason for me to think this did they find her on ebay (laughs) do they buy her from ebay (laughs) i don't know i don't know why ebay's in there i thought it was a mistake but no ebay closet organizing company but just to quell those rumors she was not an assistant she was a closet organizer and not just for paris Hilton. and yeah she likes to tell she had a real job yeah she had a real job she wasn't just an assistant um (laughs) paris and nicole richie were besties so how could kim fit into this well (laughs) kind of when the simple life ends so does paris and nicole's friendship rip it very
0: yeah it was very strange i don't know
1: why it ended um
0: it ended because um i think nicole paris didn't want to do it one of them didn't want to do it anymore yeah and i think they'd also exhausted it they did like four different there was a few seasons and they did different situations but it was kind of getting old like it worked well like for a the first couple yeah, of seasons, but then it huge was, ratings, yeah. and then people realized that this was popular, so they were making it was like an oversaturation yeah. of the market as well. And I think, I think maybe Nicole Richie wanted to do other things, and they, they, they just wanted it to end. I feel like Nicole Richie
1: really does not talk to Paris Hilton anymore. Like they are not, Paris has like yeah. made up with a lot of the old besties, but not Nicole Richie, which is but kind of surprised. They, they have they're not they're not bad.
0: No, but they just—I don't think they, they spend like a lot of time together. Which is together. bizarre
1: when they spent so much time together in the past. Yeah. Um, she had also fallen out with, as Holly mentions, her other iconic bestie, Lindsay Lohan. So she had no besties at this point. Well, she probably did, but no influential ones. So yeah. this is when Kim becomes the bestie. Um, so I think they <laughs> officially became known as hanging out together in 2006 because they were spotted partying everywhere literally everywhere and apparently this was on purpose because kim has Ah. recently said that they would go to clubs and events and literally anywhere where they knew there would be paparazzi so then they would be photographed like leaving or going in in like their outfits and then the next day that would be in the newspapers um and i think that's probably how their friendship became such a big pop culture moment because they were in the newspapers a lot or in the tabloids yeah yeah um and but the partying and the travelling was cut short in 2007 when Paris went to jail um, sadly <laughs> yeah, in 2007 Paris received a sentence of 45 days um, for violating the terms of her probation and this kind of brings me onto the short side note of why in like the 2000s did celebrities go to prison so often? Like for very small things. <laughs> I feel and like it now... was
0: 2007, particularly. Yeah, that, that's the year Lindsay Lohan went to jail go as well. Anymore,
1: you know. I feel like yeah. when I was growing up,
0: Justin was... Bieber.
1: Yeah, but he didn't officially go, didn't he? Just like he was there, but then he didn't actually go to prison. No, he's in a
0: jumpsuit.
1: Yeah, he's in a jumpsuit, but I don't think he actually spends any time in prison. Right. We will look just... this up, but if anyone wants to confirm, you can confirm. But yeah. <laughs> Do you
0: remember him at the? is it the trial or is it the like a oh we're we not like, talking about the same thing what's the lizard
1: that like the video of him at the trial and he blinks and his eyes, <laughs> his like, eyes. yeah <laughs> if you've not seen, seen the clip guys you can find it on youtube that just same a with this one is for a the lizard confirmed. miley cyrus as well where yeah. she
0: blinks in an interview and her eyes go like <laughs> which obviously it was yeah. but he just goes like i don't know like for every single um And he's like, "Was this you? Was you driving? I don't think it was like for driving recklessly or something. And he was like, "It was." "Mm." He literally doesn't even make no. He makes noises and like just shrugs his shoulders for the whole time. So yeah, I feel like he's the
1: celebrities commit crimes now, but they'll be like a lot more serious. (laughs) Like I feel like they murder people more.
0: But you don't college admissions. Yeah, but you
1: don't get people to just like back in the day, Lindsay. I I feel like when I was reading like magazines when I was a child, it was always like. (gasps) this person's going to jail, or they're at least in court. And it happened so often. <laughs> it did. And then we just don't have that anymore. <laughs> so, also, yeah, Paris is in prison. Kim gives Paris her support while she's in prison, because, you know, what else are you are going to do? But while she's away, Kim's own fame is growing and beginning to surpass Paris's, which is very mm. awkward. So, this 2007 is also the year of Kim's sex tape um leak, and then a few months after that the first episodes of the Kardashians airs obviously there is some speculation as to whether Kim and Chris leaked the sex tape i don't the man basically the man the, i think this comes from a man that owned the company that released it or something like that mm-hmm. said that paris and kim had both been told that if they did this they would get um fame erno, no and then chris mm. was actually responsible for the leak and i'm describing that very badly believe it if you want to but yeah <laughs> um kim admitted at some point that um although paris had been through a similar situation she did not give kim any advice at this time and didn't really address mm. it and didn't say anything um, which I think upset Kim at the time. Which is well, kind that's of really sad, sad. Yeah. because, like, how
0: aren't many other people have been in that situation? Very yeah. like small amount of people. Yeah, and you want to just support. women but I feel like because Paris, they're so rich. Yeah, they're selfish. Of course, they're going to be selfish. Of jealousy
1: from Paris at this point because when the Kim sex yeah. tape, sex tape leaked, it was like Kim's career was then rising from that. And the mm-hmm. show started a couple of months after that, whereas like Paris was kind of on the decline now, so I do think yeah. there was a level of jealousy. But it would have been nice to have her yeah. support her. So mm. yeah. yeah. Um. But anyway, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> By 2008, their friendship is officially over, done for now. <laughs> but it's done. Um, and we know this officially. Um, it can be written down in the history books because we have sources. Um, They both started to talk shit about each other. Paris much more than Kim. um, Because Paris says, this is the thing that kicks it off, Paris says, I think, maybe on the radio, but that might be fully wrong, that Kim's bum looks like cottage cheese stuffed in a trash bag. Which is just really the stuff of friendship, isn't it? That's what you (laughs) love your ex-best friend to just comment on (laughs) your bum like that. Yeah, and then Kim's, like, response to that retaliation is just Mm -hmm. so much more mild. All she does is comment on, like, one of Paris's songs and says that it's not good. And all the things (laughs) around that say, like, allegedly... So I'm not even sure if that's say fully true. It. So Kim, even if she does say that, doesn't go on to say anything else, but Paris continues to hate on Kim in the media. Oh no. Pretty much continually for a while. Um, And I think it must have been jealousy a bit, because at this yeah. point I really do think that around 2008, 2009, 2010 we all mm-hmm. thought we'd seen the last of Paris Hilton, and she probably thought so too. She was yeah. not doing too well. And Kim was Kim was rising up.
0: And look how much longer Kim Kardashian has made her oh, yeah. career. I know. In comparison to Paris. And I know they utilise the internet and as shrewd, like yeah. businesswomen, they know how to play the system yeah. and to make themselves marketable even though on nothing, essentially. Mm-hmm. They've really pioneered that, I think, in the Instagram yeah. age. But you are surprised that like Paris Hilton didn't do the same thing, but it makes you wonder if Kathy Hilton wasn't as into That's it as what I was going
1: to say. <laughs> Chris, Chris Jenner is. Just a remarkable businesswoman. Yeah. Like as much as I, I don't like it, and I don't. And love she
0: sacrificed it, her daughters for it, but she look what she's done. Yeah.
1: She's, I mean, all of those girls are in like immensely famous. I mean, she really gave up on Rob, but I think we've all forgotten about Rob. But, like, I was actually watching some old clips um, of when Kylie and Kendall were younger. Mm -hmm. And the way that she was just, like, getting them into a career from very early on. And even Kim as well. Kim was the one that would take um kendall to like supermodel walking lessons i don't know what you'd call that and kendall was like goofing around and didn't want to be there and kim was like you'll mm. thank me for this one day and and now look so kim and chris were the ones that got kendall where she is basically um because apparently kim really wanted to be a supermodel that's what i found out so yeah, anyway sideline. <laughs> um so i think what's kind of important in this is in 2008 MTV air uh, a very iconic TV show called Paris Hilton's My New BFF um, where contestants competed to become Paris's new bestie to fill in the gap that Kim had left in her life They didn't mention that but I think it was kind of clear to everyone um, Yeah. Basically I find it really interesting that this was a show that people wanted to be on and it kind of shows I don't think people were competing literally to be her best friend they were competing mm-hmm. because the position of Paris Hilton's best friend kind of made you famous or it makes and we saw By that association with, yeah, yeah we saw that with Kim so it was like well if that can happen to Kim Kardashian and she's got her own show now
0: mm. that could be
1: us um yeah. also there was a spin-off called Paris Hilton's British Best Friend as well. There was another spin-off <laughs> in Dubai maybe, but British oh Best God. Friend was really iconic. I feel like I remember one episode where like the challenge was literally for all the best friends to go into like clubs and get boys numbers and invite <laughs> them to an event the next day. Um, and so like the competition was how many boys would turn up for each person. But then it just ended up being like a room full of all these men just stood around, (laughs) which was really funny to me. Um, But I think it's also funny that the show's creators say um, that they were trying to satirize the absurd excesses of mid-2000s reality TV and that the show was intended to be a joke because why would you think that was something you could compete for, but... (laughs) Um, and they said, we thought this is so funny. Everyone will be in on the joke. You can't compete to be someone, somebody's best friend. But later stated that they realized that you actually can do that and you can <laughs> compete for anything. So, <laughs> incredible. And also, sweet little story as well. Paris has actually stayed in touch with some of the contestants, most notably Aww. Nelson Chung from the first series, who I think actually went back and was like the guest presenter of season two wow Um, and he credits paris with helping him secure a visa to stay in the u.s because apparently she wrote a letter of recommendation on his behalf to immigration authorities so i mean she could do more with that but i do think it was nice that
0: yeah rich white people justice she's like i
1: say he's okay exactly
0: Sorry, I've been to it Alexis Nyers. And also, that's not how she talks.
1: <laughs> but I liked it anyway. Um, also, the <laughs> intro music for the show was just incredible. And I feel like one of the lines from it was something like All of my life, don't you know, I've been waiting for the best friend. Uh, just iconic. <laughs> but to conclude, by 2014, Paris and Kim were rekindling. Their friendship because Paris. As you would, yeah. Paris's MTV show did not work in getting her a best friend in America, <laughs> the UK, or Dubai, so she had to go back. <laughs> um, and it's, it's evident in recent years that they are becoming friends, and also I do think that Kim is helping Paris out business-wise. It wouldn't surprise me if Kim mm. had maybe, and I'm not saying she told Paris to do the documentary, but it wouldn't surprise me if she had some influence in. Paris's oh, yeah. recent like resurgence yes uh, in talking about her trauma and stuff like that because um, Kim has openly said in like a recent series of the Kardashians that she would do anything for Paris because she gave oh. her her career which I think is really nice I mean yeah uh but yeah it's true <laughs> um uh, they both help each other out in different ventures so Kim was in one of Paris's more recent music videos um and her documentary and Paris is modelled for skims as well with Kim. So they clearly Aww. are... And Paris goes to... Like the inclusive
0: the, body type. Yep. Barbie doll. It's literally.
1: <laughs> Paris goes to the um, Christmas Eve party as well, I think, most is. So oh, they're Paris. on good terms again. Like I'm, I think they're good friends, which is nice. But yeah, like I say, I do think Kim and her becoming friends again it's probably like a weird reverse thing because Paris got yeah. Kim famous. And I do think that Kim's probably helped get Paris back. Because when yeah. I remember when Paris was on an episode of The Kardashians, like a couple, it'll be a okay. couple years ago now, when they were filming the music video together. And I do think this gave people like the idea of, oh, Paris is back. Like, this mm. is good. Like, we can go back to liking Paris now. This is cool. Because, Ka- yeah. like, basically, The Kardashians had said it was cool again. Um, mm-hmm. and if you're thinking oh the Kardashians don't have that much influence they do because that's why Snapchat is struggling so much because Kylie said that she doesn't like Snapchat stories anymore and moved over to Instagram stories and so wow. Snapchat started struggling as a whole company <laughs> so they do have that influence over us <laughs> so yeah that's it that's the whole friendship um, an in depth look into it And the I love
0: that because I didn't know I thought like the rest of the world she was just her assistant but no. Yeah,
1: but no, and like she has I kind of thought that too, and I was also unsure of like were they friends and then like Kim needed a job and Paris was like, Oh, you can work yeah, for she me She gave her a job. But no, yeah. she had her own company. <laughs> she had her own company. She makes sure she to an, tell us this. She was like, I had a company. She was an
0: eBay wardrobe organizer. And how do I become one? Because it sounds like and you'd have the to do dream to job like
1: Depop now. I, think I would it, be your depot wardrobe organiser. This is me quoting her. She was an eBay closet organising company.
0: <laughs> but uh, they're just words together. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> and she had other, like, quite high-profile clients, but I just can't remember them right now.
0: That's fair enough. Yeah. I don't blame you.
1: Okay. Anyway, back so, to yeah, Paris.
0: Back to Paris. So, kind of mentioned it before, she is a DJ. Um, seems to be like her past. Brings a big crowd in. Um, if,
1: like... If she was DJing at, like, Prism, I would go. Um, but I wouldn't, like, go to Ibiza to see her, you know?
0: I wouldn't pay more than two pounds. No,
1: but Prism gets in some, like, a, quite a range of celebrities to DJ <laughs> Tracy there. Beaker. Yeah, Tracy Followed Beaker, by didn't doing the
0: warm-up to... And- Gokwan has DJ'd at Prism. No. Oh, oh we should have gone.
1: Ago. I didn't find out about it till afterwards. I would have gone. Oh, There's some I, brand- gone. I, I wish I had more names, but some really random people have.
0: We saw Danny from McFly DJ, yeah, didn't we? Not at Prism. But, but that wasn't at Prism. I've seen Danny
1: from McFly and. No, we saw Dougie from McFly.
0: Is there a Danny, or have I, I just made know. Danny up? I think up? we
1: had Danny and Busted.
0: Ah, we saw okay.
1: dougie from mcfly <laughs> a dj it was well, it we didn't. saw the I've outline of his dougie hair <laughs> and then charlie if that's his name from busted um dj <laughs> dougie could not dj
0: neither of no. them could it, no no he was just there
1: but i was happy
0: we had to wait a very long time yeah, they, it was an in these
1: Events, i swear they don't turn up until like three in the morning
0: yeah, just before they. Because they don't want you to turn like...
1: up. They don't want to turn up at twelve, and then everyone's going to leave at one. So you've got to wait. <laughs> so tip: if you're going to a club event where someone famous is DJing, go later. You know, <laughs> yeah, so They way. won't be, be there. Trust you for a while. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so yeah, so uh, that's what Chriselt's doing. Not in prison, but like festivals. It seems like. Um, but you said not in prison.
1: Says... and I was like, yeah. But she left. <laughs> she only had forty-five She's days.
0: This <laughs> is a prison DJ. <laughs> she's giving back <laughs> she's... <laughs> she's just on a mission yeah. to make as much money as she possibly can yeah. uh you know just holding that wealth her goal initially was to reach um she wasn't gonna stop until she reached her first million and now the goal is to work until she reaches her first billion but like what are you um, gonna do with it
1: you know you've already got a
0: mansion like what are you going to do like what what is it giving you yeah except status like genuinely or what is it to giving you i just
1: do
0: it. <sighs> it's yeah it's arbitrary yeah. like genuinely you'll never be able to spend that amount of money no. in the world no. i mean you will but like you shouldn't really she either. has 19 franchise lines of okay. products so like dog's clothes yeah perfume if you can think that that's something to be sold she will sell it um yeah no don't like that uh and then there's a point in the documentary where she literally goes like money isn't everything and it's like uh so i get it i get it's like an empty pursuit and it's valued in the world that you've come from and you've come from money so it's like generational wealth as well but also like you can stop. Like, <laughs>
1: I honestly think though, if I was her and I came from like th- that big of a generational wealth, I would just be really lazy and not do anything. Like, I do think I would not do anything. You just go on holiday all the yeah, time. I know that's bad. But if I'm honest with it's myself not bad. Yeah, it, honestly, if I am honest with myself, I do think I'd be a terrible rich person. I think I'd give back. I think I would just have like yeah. the worst like white saviour complex ever. <laughs> and I would just want I would do loads of like those PR stunning things. And I think that's why I'm grateful <laughs> I don't have uh,
0: money. <laughs> I would be terrible honestly, with like, it. <laughs> I do think if a lot of
1: us put ourselves in the situations of like someone with a lot of money I don't think we'd be good people. No, but but then also I think it would I be fun for like six months, with age, you know.
0: Yeah, because then surely you do everything. If you've got limited funds, you do everything you want to do, and then you're like, oh well, that was fun, but now I'm just sitting on it. Well,
1: I'd aim to think that like I would still want to get like an education, and then that education would maybe yeah. help me realize like some big things about the world, and then maybe I'd learn about communism hmm. and know that it it's not a vibe. <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> the vibe and like do stuff like that. I don't know, but. There is the part of me that, like, I think there could be two different universes where I'm rich mm-hmm. and one where I'm evil rich and one when I'm good rich.
0: You become Dolly Parton or. Yeah,
1: Elon Musk.
0: Elon Musk. Or if like I'd
1: marry Elon Musk in one universe.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's the evil if you've Hannah ever Rich seen story. Me go, like, really,
1: really blonde know that Elon Musk is to blame.
0: But you're already blonde. You're already halfway no, there.
1: It has to be platinum blonde. Platinum bl- okay. blonde and pregnant way too quick into a relationship. That's Pl- Elon to blame.
0: It's like the new what? Barefoot and pregnant. Yeah. Platinum blonde and pregnant. No, that, that's Elon. That's his type.
1: Oh, weird. He's got so many children. Apparently, he doesn't even see half of them. Unbelievable. Apparently, he's like the mother of like the first lot of children. Says that she co parents with his assistant because <gasps> they. I feel like I've just taken us off topic. Man. but
0: in- <laughs> And another... I just wanted to end with yeah. something because people are looking back to the 2000s and going, oh, this was bad. Yeah. Like, maybe we shouldn't have done that. Maybe you shouldn't, like, shame people publicly just to see their reaction. Yeah. Like, they were... And especially these women. Like, yeah. come on. Um, so it's in the Vox article. Like, so people look at, like, especially with the Framing Britney stuff. Yeah. Uh, Paris Hilton... Um, has even though she's you know she went to court for the Provo thing and it's a lot about like working with survivors and through her own trauma which is great we love to see but she's not engaged with her long history of racism Uh, she's used the n-word multiple times in different settings on camera and uh, yeah that's just something she's never addressed so (laughs) if we want people to Look back and go, yeah, this was really hard for me. You actually have to go. Um, what about what about the other things that weren't you being? I actually I didn't really know about
1: the long history of racism, so
0: I can. I think she sings it in like she just says it. it, She just says
1: it. No, like it. No, it's not a surprise to me. But I think like it's it's quite telling that I didn't, I wasn't aware of it, which kind of says that most people wouldn't be
0: until I read it, and then I was like, oh, which is why. Well, that makes sense.
1: kim and the kardashians have had some like influence in getting her back on top because absolutely i don't know maybe i'm fully wrong but the way it's happening and the way it's going does seem very kardashian-esque um yeah i don't know might be completely wrong there but i definitely think she's at least gotten some advice from them
0: as you would because they they are ruining the world but they are doing it successfully
1: yeah which
0: I, so why wouldn't you I, listen to them
1: <laughs> it, yeah I think like the conclusion for me is that I kind of have mixed feelings because mm-hmm. when when I look back at like early 2000s Paris in terms of like clothing and quotes yeah. like the, just the phrase that's hot Yeah, and reality TV I love it like I think that's great I absolutely adore that mm-hmm. but then yeah like now we know there is a history of racism there that's not good and then like the body shaming of kim kardashian when i read that yeah, she I said like, some
0: horrible things yeah and like constantly to bashed
1: her career and that's not me being team kim or like whatever no just i, I know you know it's very it's very 2000s vibe, and i'm not using that as an excuse but people did no, hate please. on each other's bodies a lot back then yeah. i mean they still do now but not to the extent because like now we do have this level of like quotation marks cancel culture that if paris Mm -hmm. was famous now and had said that we'd be like that's horrible like you shouldn't say that yeah and there would be backlash to that immediately but like in the 2000s -hmm. i think like more people were just like yeah i agree or like i don't know
0: or it moved on and they said something else problematic so it just gets reinforced and reinforced whereas actually now there's like the critical commentary of it is from twitter and people being like uh do we know about the old like tiktok really like why has Ellie Kemba been crowned yeah, something to so do with like, the KK? Like, people are people are able to express an opinion then, on it where they hadn't before. 100%. And
1: then there's things like Nelson Chung from the Best friend show how she helped him get his visa. And maybe, like, with all her yeah. wealth and power, she could have thought, maybe this is a cause that I'm interested in. And I'm not saying, yeah. like, every rich person has to be interested in every cause. But, like, maybe if she saw how difficult that was um yeah. to get visas that she could think, oh maybe that's something I want to I want to help out like with immigration mm. or something like that. Yeah. Um and then like now are helping out of the victims of this school. Great. But again it's just kind of like you're helping one situation that has affected you and yeah. not thinking about the wider like implications. And not Go yeah, go after the whole industry. Yeah. Don't
0: just go after the one school that made exactly. your life miserable. Like this could be the rallying cause if you have to... And everyone, it's... Yeah, like you said, it's not like every subject has to care about no. every single thing. Because we but can't do a, that as human when you're beings. nearly a billionaire... What are you doing with that money?
1: Yeah. That's the only... And I know I said I'd be a ter- terrible millionaire. But I do think if I was going out of my way to make billions, I'd like to think that I'd realise I can't use that all on myself or my family. Yeah, And there's...
0: Set up, like, foundations or do something good. Put something good out in the yeah. world. Because... You can't take it with you.
1: Especially if she's learning now and she's changing. You'd think maybe there would be one bit where she'd be yeah. like, hang on. All this money maybe. I have could like house yeah. a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah. You know? So it's definitely mixed feelings because I do think pop culture wise, she's incredible. I do feel very bad mm-hmm. for her and I I would say I like her and I like what she stands for pop culture wise. But then there is a level of me that dislikes her and all the other stuff that she stands for.
0: Yeah. So... She's a complicated figure, as you know, people are. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess, like, She's I not...
1: feel the same way that I feel about her and the Kardashians. Like, I just mm. they have done some things that I think are good and pop culture wise, I think they're great, but. They're actually terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're probably worse than that. But this is why I think that Kim, like Kim, a couple of years ago, or maybe it was only a year ago, had a whole documentary about this like prison reform stuff she's doing.
0: Oh yeah, she Which did.
1: Seems similar to the. I know there's a lot of celebrity documentaries now, but it does seem a bit similar to the whole Paris thing. Like, pick a cause, make a documentary, yeah, get famous, yeah, you know? and then we
0: look. Ooh. Yeah, but maybe we could do that one. Maybe that's yeah, the so next one want to we should hear do. That,
1: we will do that we stay will... tuned well i think like if you want to hear us talk about um how we feel about Anything. kim and her whole like prison reform stuff do we think it's excellent do we think yes. it's publicity stunt? do we think she's doing enough we can do that i think that would be an That'd interesting be great. topic holly I'd do you have that. any concluding thoughts
0: i think it's hard because you don't want to we there's no need to necessarily hate on people uh if a sex tape gets leaked in a revenge porn kind of way chances are the person the famous person that's in it didn't consent yeah. to it um whoever the scandal is about isn't doing it for attention i think that's the takeaway let's not let pierce morgan say anything about no. anyone ever again um the 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 episode has been filled with cockroaches that I want to scuttle off into the distance. Yeah. And uh, Tina is still terrible. But I also think, like, you know, there are things that Parasol needs to If she wants her reform, yeah. if she wants to exist as an influencer in one day after such a long period where she didn't, like, grow with it. Yeah. And she's still doing music, which I don't really feel like people listen to. Yeah. But obviously she's making enough money from everything, that she doesn't, like, need a niche. But I think for, like, stuff... Gen Z's, like, moved on so much yeah. that I don't think she's got her niche. Like, the Kardashians th- have, like, the monopoly on I it. I think that's a really good so. point
1: in, like, the t- the business ventures that the Kardashians picked are smart. Even if they're terrible yeah. and they do pick on, like, the insecurities of people, then they're still very smart. I mean, makeup is, one like, it's still a massive industry and it's not going anywhere oh, yeah. anytime soon. Um, Shake wear... No. Um, but you rebrand it as actually not just for skinny people who want to be even skinnier. Like, empowerment. like it's actually just for fashion purposes and body foundation, mm-hmm. but it's it's for if you have like um like skin issues, that's why you would use it. Um <laughs> they do that a lot, like they pick big yeah. things that do well and then rebrand it a teeny bit. Mm-hmm. and social media the way they've done that fab so paris could be doing right now literally she could literally just do makeup palettes and all the names of the eyeshadows or whatever like quotes her from quotes. her from on simple life and stuff like that yeah. she could be selling um merchandise people would buy it um, yeah literally
0: she did like a y2k yeah. what she was wearing
1: if she literally did a range of that people would buy it and they would love it i mean
0: i hope she doesn't because now i feel like we've given yeah. her those
1: but i probably like if it was affordable to me i'd probably buy it you know yeah I probably would. like there's something there that i would buy <laughs> like if there was a nice little like colorful crop top that said that's hot i probably would buy it yeah. um maybe i wouldn't if i didn't want to like give money to but i probably get a
0: second hand
1: yeah okay, I'd get second hands so like there is these things that she could be doing and move she could and like if she wants to move with the time social media wise why like yeah. get on tiktok start making some tiktoks you yeah. know do like get the sound from um the simple life and just talk like mouth over that then you'd get yeah. a ton of views people would love it absolutely and so she's not doing these things so i don't know I don't know how much it's gonna last her moving with yeah, the times. Come back, I agree. And I'd be interested to see how it goes and whether it's more influenced by the Kardashians, which would be interesting. I do like she has merged, mm. like looks wise, she's merged a bit more into the Kardashians. But when I was looking at her the other day, I was like, I am quite like I, I don't find it impressive. No, but like no, no, not not shocking very, like, either. Sober but she, now. yeah, but she quite looks. She still looks like herself, you know, which I think yeah. is quite a surprise. Um, yeah not because not not because she shouldn't look like herself but just because like, <laughs> there's such an industry yeah. of changing your face now especially to yes. look like the Kardashians that I'm surprised mm. there hasn't been some movement there Yeah, but that's all I have to say on the matter
0: yeah um, I think it was interesting to look at but also it doesn't absolve her of the bad things she's done or the weird things that she said or the racism no, so. we're not
1: absolving <clears> that so it's do better, Paris. Like, yeah, well, I feel like that's the message of today's podcast: is just to everyone, do better. Like to <laughs> rhymes do better. To the celebrities oh. signing onto films with like terrible directors, do yeah. better. To um, Olivia Munn, who might be pregnant, just live your life. I guess I can't really like, you to your doing well. Um, to Paris and the Kardashians, do better. Um, yeah. So lovely way to end. <laughs> <laughs> do you have, shall we share our tiktoks of the week
0: absolutely do you have one well, ready
1: here's the thing yeah i do but i haven't been on tiktok super lots that makes so much sense I haven't been on there loads this week Um, so then the, like last night i was like oh i really need to find a tiktok and i was scrolling through for so long and i couldn't find anything I was like no 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 <laughs> so i just went into my likes and found this one which i i do think i liked at the very beginning of the week by at Jean Genie Enthusiast um, and it's just so stupid but I love it it says Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part 2 except James Potter owns a pair of Lightning McQueen Crocs and it's just that bit <laughs> from the Deathly Hallows part 2 when Snape goes into the house and like James Potter's dead on the stairs um, yeah, and it's j- just the same except James Potter's body just has a pair of Lightning McQueen Crocs on <laughs> So that's that. I know that's so stupid, but for some reason that made me really laugh this week. Mm -hmm. Because why? How did (laughs) how did they come up with that? Anyway, you can search that, or it will be on Instagram next Saturday. No, this Saturday, Polly. Yeah, you.
0: Um, mine's from uh at Jade Mm Fordridgeway. Great work. Um, who does a lot of like Ben Shapiro Ah. uh, impressions? He's a very great guy. Yeah. Um. It's a bunch of uh, books written by Girl Bosses. It's literally hashtag Girl oh Boss um, by the Nasty Gal creator there. Yeah. Um, but they're all like uh, Girl Boss books and they've just been left on the side and it says something terrible has happened to oh, you. <laughs> I've seen
1: that one. That is good. <laughs> so, yeah, I forget so that the TikTok book Girl Boss is by the Nasty Gal creator. Yeah. Um, check out the social meds. Any of it, all of it, we'd love it. Um, our social we meds. Have much all of it. and our Patreon. Yeah, we have that too. Go check that out. And on there, Bad,
0: we've got three things out yeah. because we did a little re-release of. I mean, it's 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 out there yeah, already. You can to it for um, too. so yeah, so celebrity corner, yeah. we talk about Elon Musk and Grimes. Uh, we've got the rereading of a uh, nice. Grey and Midnight Sun, yeah. which was one of our really early bonus yeah. episodes um, where we were just babies. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, lots of content and Bad Book Club where we read Blame it On Texas by Tori Scott yeah. and actually wasn't that trashy. No. But no spoilers, but we loved Don't it. Don't
1: worry, about the next episode of Bad Book Club is just going to be double it's gonna level be trash. of trash because we're going to search for the rashiest trash that we can find Um, okay guys, have the loveliest week and the loveliest day hope it's sunshine, yes, hope everything is going well in your life Um, absolutely, I love you all goodbye,
0: bye bye